today we're going to be talking about, well, let me just back up for a minute. As I'm sure, let's see, is it, I think everybody in here has probably been in the class before, but we've been talking about uh, renewing your spiritual life, and it's been going through this book uh, and been using Deuteronomy as a, um, a springboard for discussions in a sense. Uh, and we've talked about many different aspects of, of renewing our spiritual life. But today, we're going to talk about renewing our sincerity. Renewing our sincerity. Let's, to begin with, uh, let's turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3, and verses 1 through 5. If I can get somebody to read that for us. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verses 1 through 5. So Paul, writing here, he puts in all these things uh, that will come within the last days. And at the very, in in verse 5, the main thing that I'm wanting to point out from this this section here is in verse 5 where it says, having a form of godliness but denying its power. Without sincerity in, uh, in our, our religion, I guess you can say, we won't, we'll have a form of, of godliness, but yet denying the power of uh, the scriptures. Because we will, it's almost, in a sense, is, is um, doing, well, going back to Deuteronomy, living the law, but not having a love for God. It's, it's doing what might need to be done, but not necessarily doing it in the right type of way. So we need to have the right sincerity. And, and throughout this, this morning, we're going to look at several different uh, aspects of, of how uh, sincerity is shown. <clears throat> but how can one tell whether or not, I, we're going to go into a little bit more detail here, but how can one tell uh, of whether or not one's uh, religion is, is one of, of, of show or just one of substance? What are some different aspects that we can come up with there? You love me and you'll obey me. All right. Attitude. Matter of fact, in the book it had made mention um, it had asked, how does, how does your faith um, shown? Is it basically, is it effective in your life or is it effective in your life? And um, I thought it was kind of an interesting way to put it. All right. Well, as we look at the book of Deuteronomy, and we're not going to go over this whole section of, of scripture, but starting in chapter 11 and going through chapter 25, we find how that the Israelites showed their faith by the way they lived their life, right? And that's kind of what we're going to be doing this morning. We're going to be hitting uh, certain topics here, and some of it have to do with the things that you guys have, have already said this morning. Uh, but we're going to start over in Deuteronomy chapter 14 and in verse 
22. Once again, this is different aspects, different ways of, um, of how the Israelites uh, showed their, their faith uh, in the way that they lived their life. All right. So one of the first things we find uh, during this thing, and by the way, this isn't a complete list of everything. This is just a few uh, things being brought out. So in Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 22, as Jeff just read, what is, uh, what is it trying to get out? What, is, what are they showing? What's one way that they can show their sincerity? They're giving to the Lord first. Absolutely. And as what you guys have said, we're, we're going to look at some New Testament passages as well to show that this does continue on uh, over in the New Testament. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 2. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Um, and that is a very good comment, Jeff, as far as it doesn't say what you've made beyond what you know, your living expenses is. It's, you know, no matter what the circumstance was that you used to tithe uh, from all that you had. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 2 <clears throat> says, On the first day of the week, let each one of you lay aside something or lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper, that there be no collections when I come. Once again, uh, showing on the first day of the week to lay uh, something aside, uh, referring to giving. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 7, it shows how we are to give. If somebody wants to read that for us. All right. So we're to give uh, cheerfully, not of necessity. Um, so God tells us that we are to give and that we are to uh, give cheerfully. Uh, one more one more scripture, and I'm going to open it up for discussion. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 8, <clears throat> all right, by proving uh, the sincerity of our love. So out of these three scriptures going along with uh, what Deuteronomy 14 and 22 had made mention of as far as uh, your, how we can show our sincerity uh, towards God, one aspect is in giving. Any thoughts or comments? All right, well, I'll make one more then. In Matthew chapter uh, 6 and verse 21, uh, Jesus tells us that where your treasure will be, there your heart will be also. I uh, thought that would be a good one to sum up the portion on, on this aspect. So when we give to the Lord, it also shows our sincerity to God. And as we continue to go through, I wanted to also point out this isn't just in giving to the Lord, it's also giving to others, helping others out when need to be. And this will also be pointed out in uh later on when we get down a little further. But any other thoughts or comments when we... Oh, yes, Karen. Right. And, and that's very well pointed out also 
uh, when Jesus was watching over the treasury as people were putting money in and the widow put in two mites. Uh, when all the others gave out of their abundance, she gave out of her poverty. So once again, <laughs> all right, uh, very good. Jeff, do you have something? Very good comments. I appreciate your comments so far. Uh, well, flipping on over in Deuteronomy, we come to uh, Deuteronomy 16 and verse 16. <clears throat> Deuteronomy 16 and verse 16 says, Three times a year all your males shall appear, shall appear before the Lord your God in the place which he chooses at the Feast of Unleavened Bread, at the Feast of Weeks, and at the Feast of, of Tabernacles. And they shall not appear before the Lord empty-handed. <clears throat> All right. So in Deuteronomy 16, 16, when we're thinking about the sincerity of our love, what is it that he, he's saying that we should, that when referencing the Israelites, what is it they should do? All right, they should bring gifts, and, and that is an aspect of it, um, although I was trying to get out a different aspect because we just went over giving. I was trying to get out of a different aspect, but that is very accurate. Uh, but three times a year, what are they to do, Eric? Have to appear in person at certain assemblies, at certain uh, uh, feast, uh, feast days here. In <clears throat> uh, the he there, when it talks... <clears throat> And the Lord your God in the place which he chooses, meaning which God chooses, not which man chooses. But, um, and it talks about three specific feasts that they are to come to and to uh, be present at. So three times a year uh, they should come and appear before the Lord. And yes, they are to come uh, with gifts, not empty-handed. Um, but like I said, the main aspect that I'm trying to point out here is that they are to come to an assembly. Uh, and naturally over in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25, uh, which we've heard many times before, uh, where it talks about not forsaking the assembly of, uh, not, a faking, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as some is. Uh, but what's that? In the, in the habit of doing it. There you go. Kind of, Going back to what Jeff had made mention of in the uh, in the aspect of how he heard Smitty talk about how that on Sundays and Wednesdays he crosses those days out because there's nothing better that he wants to do than to come to the assembly. Yes, Karen. I love it. Absolutely. And another aspect on that that I thought about when he was talking about how you know some people might just sign up for or not sign up and say, oh yeah, I'll bring the napkins or the paper plates. Is, is it's also something easy to do. You know, I mean, you can go by the store and pick up napkins and paper plates anywhere to where you know, somebody might sign up to you know, make a casserole or make a, a, a cake or something, and, and you know, they're going to put more time into that as well, uh, which is going to show you know, more dedication, more sincerity in the aspect as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Kind of the aspect of, you know, is your, is your sincerity out of... Uh, uh, Show or substance, right? Exactly. exactly. Anything else? Absolutely, absolutely. And some, and for those of you who might not have heard uh, the aspect that, that Eric was 
bringing up was the fact that we might look at it and say, well, well, they just had to come three times a year, but the distance some of them had to travel to get there was was extensive sometimes uh, in, in how far they had to travel. That was very good. So the aspect of, of being able to come to the assemblies um, is also a way of showing uh, our sincerity. And I want to thank you guys so much this morning. I tell you what, y'all brought out some good things, some things that I didn't even think about. Not, not that that's surprising, but... Uh, <laughs> But no, I mean, seriously, y'all, y'all really made me think this morning. I appreciate that. That's, that's awesome. Um, and these are two uh, uh, things that we've talked about that, that really, I guess to, to kind of go back with what Glenn was talking about a minute ago as far as you really checking ourselves as far as the reasoning on why we might sign up for the, for, to bring more than just paper plates. You know, is it because we don't want to look bad in front of others, or is it because you know, we truly want to put that out there because of the love we have for them? Um, and it's very, it can be very easy in these two aspects to do that. Um, but I think as we continue to go on down the rest of this list, um, it really brings to heart you know, where, you, where your heart truly is, where your treasure truly is, um, because of some of the other aspects we're going to talk about, hopefully. Um, but any other thoughts or comments on the assemblies? All right. Well, let's flip uh, a few verses down in Deuteronomy chapter 16, uh, starting in verse 18 and running through 20. Verses 18 through 20, if somebody wants to read that for us. All right, this one's a little harder, at least for me, to try to bring out what, what, what they were trying to bring out here as far as a, a sign of sincerity. But what's some thoughts that you guys might have from, just from the reading of the verse? How you treat people? To keep our minds right, you know, and, and not taking bribes or what have you, um, <clears throat> and how you treat other people. In a sense, the, the, the thought that was being brought out in the book here was our citizenship, you know, which is, uh, you know, it is how we treat people, but it's also how we um, uh, appoint uh, the judges, you know, the, the officials of our land, um, how we... Uh, go about the governing of our land uh, it, with, with different aspects, you know, on, on the bribery or what have you. Uh, but to kind of pull this over, uh, I think the, the verse here in, in Romans, Romans chapter 12 and verse 17 kind of brings it out a little bit clearer, if I remember right. Romans chapter 12 and verse 17, all right, not to pay evil for evil, but to do what's right in the sight of everybody or for everyone. Um, once again, it's kind of a loosely, I guess you can say, relation to the aspect of the citizenship idea as far as how we are to treat others um, 
as if they were our brother, in a sense, um, not wanting to repay evil for evil. And, you know, I think that's almost a, a human idea as well, as far as you know, a, a natural human idea, wanting to repay evil for evil. You know, oh, man, he wronged me. I'm going to do this to him. Maybe not for everybody, but I have to really check myself a lot of times for me because I'm like, uh-uh, that ain't the way I should be. <laughs> but, uh, but anyhow, any thoughts or comments as far as this aspect goes uh, with our citizenship and the aspect of being, having a more of a Christ-like attitude towards everyone? Um, and it's those kind of thoughts that, that I really have to check myself on. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and the aspect of speaking, you know, with your tongue, it's what James says, you know, it's such a small member but can create a huge fire. Um, I think I saw Julie saying. Absolutely. Thinking about the the uh, citizenship, comparing the citizenship from uh, our country to a heavenly citizenship, you know, are we... Consider, do we think we consider ourselves a good citizenship of heaven? That's a very good uh, aspect. Yes, Tony? In Deuteronomy chapter 17, verses 10 through 13, <clears throat> we have a different aspect, but it kind of goes along with the, the one that we just, just read about. Uh, just a different angle, I guess you can say. Chapter... 17, verses 10 through 13. All right. So what kind of aspect do you think they're bringing forth here? If they tell you to do something, what are you to do? Do it. All right. So in a sense, the the aspect here is to be submissive, uh, showing submission, um, kind of using... Tony's uh, uh, illustration here a little bit ago as far as the speed limit signs and, and, and per se that you the speed limit is 55 and you're doing 70 and you get pulled over or you, a cop comes up behind you, you're going to hit that gas harder and keep going or are you going to submit and stop and accept the, uh, the, the uh, what was it? Who said? Punishment. There we go. Um, Absolutely. And the obvious uh, relation here is, is coming from you know, a worldly aspect and going into a spiritual aspect is when we find things that we're doing wrong from God's word is to accept it. You know, whether it be Jim that gets up there and, and preaches on something that, that, um, that really convicts us rather than hitting the gas pedal and going even stronger into it, saying, I'll show him, you know, but yet to let it, let it stop you or let, you know, let it pull you over and accept the, the consequence there um, as far as what you've been doing and then try to make it right by, you know, not speeding any longer, or, you know, just using the same analogy there. Absolutely. Um, well, we're about out of time, but I wanted to uh, flip over to Romans chapter 13, uh, verses 1 through 7, just to, and it really goes along with all that we've been talking about here, but read Paul's words here. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, 
For there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? <clears throat> Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he, for he is God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath on, them, on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be su- subject not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for they are God's ministers according, uh, attending continual, continually to this very thing. Render, therefore, all their due, taxes to whom they are due, taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Once again, just kind of... Uh, pulling out from what Paul had made mention in the aspect of, of being submissive uh, to this. Once again, showing our uh, sincerity in the way that we conduct ourselves uh, in our, our citizenship, and our submission, our giving, and our uh, assemblies. I do have a few others, but we're going to have to wait till next week. But any thoughts or comments from what we have? Thank you for your attention.